I'm Amanda Onchalenko, your host for Wisdom at the Crossroads, the podcast. My door is open and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice. I imagine you coming in to sit down with a beverage in hand, a little morning coffee or an afternoon tea to catch up. But hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, so feel free to come just as you are. I like to think of us as slowing down for a bit to share in the backstories of an artistic life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. This invitation to join in on discussions of a visual medium, without the visuals, affords you not only a pause from the busyness of your own day, but also allows you an opportunity to co-create and connect to your own stories through the example of mine. Season one began in my archives, while season two will focus a little more in the present. I hope you'll enjoy the stories of my work evolving and share in the wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Make sure to stay tuned for the short meditation that concludes each episode. I know you'll walk away refreshed and able to simply be more and do a little less. Thanks for taking interest in the Healing Blanket Project. I'm pleased to say it has been installed at the new Ronald McDonald House in Winnipeg, Manitoba. The Healing Blanket has been seven years in the making. I couldn't have foreseen a more fitting home for it when we began, and I am so grateful it has found its way to this wonderful space. The idea for the Healing Blanket Project evolved out of a desire to support some friends going through difficult circumstances. Its inception coincided with the Arts and Cultural Days events when the program first began in Winnipeg in 2015. As a practicing artist, my creative signature is everywhere, but not everyone has an opportunity to leave a mark, however simple, in the physical world. For this reason, I decided I wanted to offer and facilitate such a space for others. I found inspiration in family and friends to combine the concept of a traditional quilting bee with my painting practice and to initiate a community art quilting project. The Healing Blanket featured a version of one of my paintings on the front, but this was not going to be my quilt. The quilt would belong to all who participated in its construction and to those who would eventually benefit from its intentions. Guests were invited into my studio space to participate in the creative process with a simple invitation to leave a physical stitch in time with or in honour of someone they currently love or had once loved. The Healing Blanket had lots of room for contributor stitches during the seven years the project was installed at my art studio during exhibitions and events. There was never an expectation or tutorial beyond the invitation to just participate. I assisted with the threading of needles or getting someone started on occasion. All participants worked independently after the request to simply be intentionally present with their friend, partner, family member or fellow contributors. The invitation allowed them to engage with their thoughts and the creative process in the present moment. I had sponsors for this event. My husband's firm, Levine Tadman Gollob Law Firm, were generous in their sponsorship. A local company, Valley Apparel and Display, headed by Dan Coates and supported by Alex van der Hooft, were an amazing Winnipeg company who produced the Healing Blankets quilt top using the process called dye sublimation. And my thanks also go to the Winnipeg Arts Council for the award of a production grant in 2009 that initiated this local collaboration. 
As the event sponsor, I invited my husband to choose the motive from my painting archive. He chose to honour the 10th anniversary of a friend's passing by selecting the image called Red Sky at Night, Sailor's Delight. It was a very small painting that we also referred to as Campbell's Tulip. Campbell Wright was an accomplished lawyer, father, husband, colleague and friend. He gave back to his community in many ways during his short life. We know he would have supported the intention of this initiative and been excited to know the healing blanket was to take up residence at the new Ronald McDonald House in Winnipeg. The tulip, once a form of currency, banks inspiration on many levels. It has very delicate flowers, but also the strength and fortitude to rebound perennially, despite harsh and sometimes really challenging circumstances. The metaphor seemed appropriate for a healing blanket, so I was thrilled with my husband's choice of the motive. Campbell was also one of my first clients and had commissioned a small acrylic painting of white tulips for his wife. That painting hung in the home and oversaw our young families gathering and growing together. His commitment to a community continued through his illness as he sought to support others with his kindness and generosity. Experimental treatments he underwent at the time have since paved the way for practices in common use today. I was at the studio on the day Campbell crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Art is therapeutic for me, and on that day I'd picked up a small panel, really small, like 12 by 13 or something, and began adding colour simply to address the need to make marks in acrylic on a surface. The single white tulip that features on the healing blanket grew out of the materials on my palette. Later that day I learned the news, and I realised this little painting had been composing itself at the time of his transition. It felt like a parting gift of sorts, and I passed it on to his wife. It was much later that this image became the focus for this healing blanket project. So, why a quilt? Well, you know, I'm drawn to community and the small and subtle ways people connect. My mother-in-law, Doris, was a keen quilter. Her winter practice of hosting a traditional quilting bee was inspiring on so many levels. These events often became the focus of a community of women who gathered together in each other's homes to share in the work of celebrating new beginnings. The quilt tops were the focus of a social and creative afternoon for the women who created them and they also provided a space for compassionate support, companionship and maybe even a little bit of healthy competition on occasion. I was touched by the gift of a grandma quilt at our wedding shower and my children have each received the gift of grandma's time and attention that remains in the quilts she has made for them. Inspired by my mother-in-law's industry and intention, I incorporated the simple system she devised and used to set up and dismantle her quilt projects when it came time to quilt them. Grandma would have been excited to take charge of an event like the many we hosted at the studio or outdoors during events like the Wave Interlake Artist Studio Tour in June and September at the cottage. Unfortunately, Doris is no longer able to participate in such an activity, but her kindness and dedication to others is well remembered. It was a treat to see her hands remember how to stitch early in the life of this project. She was supported by her two sons who sewed alongside her, even though her cognitive abilities had failed. The Healing Blanket Project has provided encouragement for so many. I feel very privileged to have heard stories of celebration and loss to have watched grandmothers and grandsons working together with needles and thread in my backyard or my studio. I've seen husbands and wives, girlfriends and even large extended families be inspired and consoled by the process of sharing in a creative act together. 
The scope of the project quickly grew beyond the simplicity of its original plan. It evolved to add an element of joy to the narrative that sometimes comes with challenging circumstances. The process of participating helped many to soften the impact of loss, to find comfort in a creative pause, surrounded by others and their stories. We discovered the power of community together and reminded we were not alone in the many roads we travel. The Healing Blanket, funnily enough, wrote its own stories in the beginning. It was never intended as a memorial, but many chose to remember those they had loved within this small creative act. Participants were under no obligation to share their rationale, though they were encouraged to leave a note, a name or an initial, in the book with the list of participants. For many, time spent being present was just enough. Others contributed a single stitch, while some spent hours or returned for second or third visits annually. Some spent afternoons alone or with company. Grandmothers and grandsons, mothers and daughters, fathers, siblings, sisters, friends, girlfriends and extended families in every conceivable configuration met up, joined in or requested a private audience with the healing blanket. I had the privilege of being a witness to the remarkable ways a colourful piece of fabric brought people together or closer to themselves. My job after creating the image and organising the community effort became that of a facilitator, a needle threader and a knot untangler. I enjoyed all of the interactions, the laughing, the joking, the encouraging of reluctant participants to give it a try and sometimes the opportunity to hear the very human stories of inspiration, strength, courage, connection and compassion. I've included a few of those stories. It's appropriate that we begin with Deanna. Deanna was a new friend, introduced to me at my Exchange District studio. I came to know Deanna through her mutual friends who, realising my studio was just down the road from cancer care, had hoped I might provide a colourful healing oasis for her between treatments in the city. My friends were right, and I was happy to invite a new friend to bathe in the healing value of colour at my studio. The studio has always been a cheerful place, overflowing with colour through any season. Deanna had active and growing teenage children of similar ages to mine, so beyond mutual friends, we already had many things in common. She had been fighting a brave fight, but as her prognosis declined, her situation became, for me, a symbol of the importance of the project. I imagined her sat around the quilt adding stitches with her family and friends, laughing and enjoying time together, but as fate would have it, only her family and friends left stitches in her honour on that initial Arts and Cultural Days weekend. Interestingly enough, a couple of years later, during one of the wave weekends at Panema, the heavens had opened up with torrential rain, so the healing blanket was ushered indoors and out of the rain. Later in the afternoon, while the rain continued to fall in a deluge, a wave visitor knocked tentatively on the bunkhouse door and asked if the healing blanket was still available. Soaking wet and zippered into a rain jacket, I didn't recognise Deanna's daughter until she said, I think some people have left messages about my mum. We invited the family into the cottage to gather around the precariously leaning rained out project and left them with their thoughts, memories and needle and thread. There's another story, Daisy. The healing blanket became a feature of wave events I participated in. During one sunny wave weekend, a visitor first observed the action around the stretched fabric and though reluctant to participate immediately, did spend time at work with needle and thread. 
Wave weekends can be busy in Alpanema backyard, so while engaged with other patrons, I was pleased to see this guest had taken up the invitation to participate. When finished, even with a yard full of people, this guest then shared the story of a daughter's last unsuccessful attempt at pregnancy through artificial means. The air was sacred around this conversation despite the activity going on around us, and this guest paused before showing me the flower shape she had contributed. It was a daisy for a granddaughter who would have been named Daisy. The once hoped-for child and distinct focus of a mother and a grandmother had now turned into a different story. There were so many contributors and so many stories. There was also a young couple, would-be parents, who found a way to publicly share the very personal news of miscarriage while stitching and healing together. There were stories of dads making their first ever marks in fabric, newlyweds taking a moment together, Lake neighbours and BFF tweens spending hours annually learning to sew and getting quiet with the creative process. There were even little brothers and sisters at the periphery or even sometimes under what must have felt like a makeshift fort. And we really did have at least one movie star experiencing Lake Country on a break during filming contribute to this healing blanket. My girlfriends gathered around the healing blanket with wine and cheese one night as we laughed and cried about one of our group's palliative diagnoses. My own family gathered in a living room, adding stitches in honour of our littlest cousin and niece, who is now the angel on our Christmas tree. Through Eden's journey, we came to know the very important work Ronald McDonald House does across the globe. I hear only gratitude for all the staff and volunteers of this organisation who provide a refuge of kindness, compassion and support for families in difficult circumstances far from home. So the healing blanket. I've loved being the keeper of the healing blanket. If it weren't for the pandemic, that effectively shut down any further licking of threads to coerce them through the tiny eyes of needles. I'm sure the process would have continued until there was not a blank space left to fill on the surface. The universe being what it is, though, the timing of the end of the pandemic coincided with the completion of Winnipeg's state-of-the-art new Ronald McDonald House. The opportunity to donate to this remarkable organisation has given me the opportunity to publicly share the message of the healing blanket. If you are reading the story of the healing blanket, or listening in here, I hope you are encouraged by the joy translated through colour and stitch in this creative initiative. The healing blanket is a testament to the many connections we make in our human journey through all of its potential narratives. The healing blanket, installed now on a staircase, appropriately overlooks healing children at play, and I couldn't have imagined a more suitable home. From this vantage point, the simplicity of Campbell's tulip can offer the inspiration of colour and the healing intentions of hope and renewal to all who view it. It holds the support of all who have participated in its construction. My hope is that you will never experience the healing blanket in person, but if you do, please know you are safe within the kind and loving embrace of all who are committed to your healing journey. May you find comfort in knowing we are never alone in the roads we travel. Given that we have been talking about healing and finding presence in a creative activity, I thought I'd like to share this short meditation with you. It's an exercise in self-care and an invitation for you to find a time to pause and settle yourself into a quiet spot. 
The present is where we find the opportunity to care for and focus on ourselves, on our individual healing journeys, whatever that entails. So I'd like to invite you now to take a deep, relaxing breath wherever you are. The breath will help us to let our bodies know that this time is ours and we're starting to relax. So close your eyes if you can and feel the caress of air as it moves through the nostril and into the body. Just be aware of where you are and notice the breath. Breathing in and breathing out. Allow the chest to rise as you breathe in and out, in and out. Imagine the air as a small wave on a gentle roll. Allow yourself to get comfortable noticing the rhythm of your breath as you settle into your space. Accept this rhythm as your rhythm. Breathe in and out naturally. And notice your own rhythm as you breathe in sequence. We are not forcing, holding or directing the course of the breath. We are merely noticing our breath and accepting its rhythmic passage. Breathing in. Breathing out. Breathing in. Breathing out. Feel the body as it connects with the earth and your breath. Imagine your feet planted, whether you are seated, standing, or lying down. You are strong and grounded. Yet as you focus more and more on your rhythmic breathing, you might notice the weight of gravity feels less. Continue to breathe in and out at the rhythm your body feels at home with. Notice your hips. Hopefully they are balanced and relaxed. Touching the surface you are connected to as if there is little gravity or resistance. As you breathe in and out, in and out. It might feel you take up space, but little mass. Breathe deeply and slowly, in and out. Seek your own personal rhythm with this breath. Accept your own rhythm. We each balance our own needs in individual routines, functions and activities, even if that activity is the seeking of stillness. There is always much to do, but taking a few moments for ourselves is precious and worth the practice. Breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in, breathing out, we rest.
with eyes closed. Rest the palms open on your lap if you are seated or on the ground beside the hips if you are lying down. Let the palms be relaxed and comfortable as if they are delicately floating. Allow your palms to open to be ready to receive the gifts the universe bestows. Take a moment to breathe this thought. I am ready to receive the gifts the universe bestows. Inhale the light that surrounds you and invite it to roll in a gentle wave. The wave formation flows through the cells of your body, entering through the nostril and making its rounds through your cells. As you relax further and get more and more comfortable with your breath, notice the healing energy that rides this wave of light and merges and softens areas within your body. Use the breath to soften, to ease, to release any tension you hold. Invite the rhythm of this bright light, this healing wave to ripple gently through your interior systems. Notice any areas that are resistant to this refreshing swell. Train your focus on these areas as you breathe in and out. In and out. Notice resistance. Encourage refreshment. When you become aware of any areas of heaviness, simply invite the rhythmic wave of beautiful white light to soften, to smooth and refresh and replenish. Allow it to relax any strained or stressed energetic systems within you. Continue with the breath and your focused intention. Breathing to your own gentle movement in and out, in and out. I like to now gently clasp hands at the heart space to acknowledge the healing gifts this gentle rhythmic wave brings. I like to be reminded I have agency in this process, but I am present in my own presence. You are present in your own presence. Continue with the rhythmic cycles of your breath, breathing in and breathing out naturally, yet consciously. The breath brings with it light and ease. Light and ease. Softness and acceptance. Softness and acceptance. With awareness, you choose to invite this supportive wave action to refresh your interior systems. 
to fortify your cells with the light of the universe, with softness and acceptance. Breathe it in, in all the rhythmic swells, until you have filled your entire system with this energetic support. Feel your body relax, soften, ease. Accept where you are right now and know you are exactly where you are meant to be. Continue to breathe at your own pace for three or four cycles. Noticing the ease and the softness. Gently begin now to wiggle the toes and stretch the fingers. You might like to circle your hands. All this gently as you return your focus to the breath. I'll invite you now to lift the toes from the floor to begin to bring motion back into your cells. When you are ready, feel free to open your eyes. There's no rush. Take your time. Be gentle with yourself. Take as long as you are able or need to be in this moment. Accepting of your own rhythm. as you begin to recalibrate and move into the rest of your day. Let it be comfortable. Let it be gentle. Let it follow the rhythm you determine. And may you take some of this softness, stillness, healing energy and ease with you as you move into the rest of your day. Be at ease. Namaste. for joining me in this practice. Time is precious, and I am very grateful you have chosen to spend some of your valuable time with me. I hope you feel refreshed after our pause together. If you're able to, I'd recommend spending a little extra time on yourself right now. Meditation helps me to feel refreshed on all levels. In fact, I'm often surprised at the depth of my focus moving forward into the rest of my day. Your imagination is a gift, and I love that you get to co-create mentally along with me. But if you would like to see the visuals I discuss in the episode, you can catch the show notes and images in the blog on my website, mandart.ca.
which is a whole lot simpler than trying to spell my name, Anchelenko. If you have enjoyed the invitation to take a little break and found something that resonated for you, please feel free to share this opportunity with a friend or to write a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd be very grateful for your contribution. So, until we meet again on a Tuesday, may you find your own wisdom at the crossroads, where action and presence meet. Bye now.